This is Undaunted Life, a man's podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Let's get into it. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. That is Psalm 139, verses 13 through 14. And guys, I'm very excited to bring this message to you today because we've got some breaking news today, which definitely applies to that scripture. But as a quick aside, we do have our t-shirts back in stock. We know a lot of guys are trying to get some extra larges and some two X's here recently. They sold out again, which was great. So we've got them on the way. So guys, if you want to go to our website, undaunted.life backslash shop, you can pick up your pushback darkness t-shirt. But here, guys. We have some breaking great news. It has been a horrible news cycle for anyone that cares about people, right? You know, what we've seen in Afghanistan, obviously we've talked about it a lot with the botching Afghanistan series. There's some things that have gone on even in my personal life and my personal foxhole, which we'll get to hopefully to you guys by tomorrow. But today is a great day. I can focus on today because at 12.01 a.m. this morning, Wednesday, September the 1st of 2021, the state of Texas made a huge declaration that the unborn matter. Okay, so I'm going to read this short article from the breaking news section of Live Action's website. So here we go. As of midnight of September the 1st of 2021, the U.S. Supreme Court had not yet responded to an emergency appeal from abortion proponents to stop the Texas Heartbeat Act from going into effect, which protects preborn children from the first detectable heartbeat around five to six weeks gestation. According to the Associated Press, at least 12 other states had previously passed legislation to protect children at the same point in gestation. None had been allowed to go into full effect until now, making Texas the first state to successfully enforce such a law. Great day. Great day. News outlets reported that abortion facilities in the state had stopped scheduling abortions past six weeks or six weeks in uh, advance of the September 1st effective date. The AP noted Planned Parenthood is among the abortion providers that have stopped scheduling abortions beyond six weeks from conception. That is Amazing, but let's keep going. According to the emergency appeal, the law will, quote, immediately and catastrophically reduce abortion access in Texas, barring care for at least 85% of Texas abortion patients, those who are six weeks pregnant or greater, and likely forcing many abortion clinics ultimately to close, unquote. Sad face. However, this estimate is not verifiable because Texas abortion data lumps abortions at eight weeks uh, or earlier together. Data from Texas Health and Human Services shows that in 2020, there were 53,922 total abortions in Texas on Texas residents. Of those, 45,458, about 84%, occurred eight weeks or less into the pregnancy. The Texas Heartbeat Act does not restrict abortions based on gestational age, but on the detection of a fetal heartbeat using whatever method the abortionist deems appropriate, which is important here in a second, likely either an ultrasound or Doppler fetal heart rate monitor. According to the law, quote, a physician does not violate this section if the physician performed a test for a fetal heartbeat as required and did not detect a fetal heartbeat, unquote. This makes it difficult to determine how many abortions will be prevented, but it will likely be a large percentage, perhaps even greater than 85%. Amen, 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 amen. All right. The law is unique in that it allows for civil penalties against those who commit or aid and abet an abortion past a six-week time frame. As Live Action News reported on in May, following the signing of the law, 
Though the law does not include punishments for women who undergo abortions after a heartbeat is detected in their child, it does allow private citizens to file lawsuits against a doctor that commits an abortion on such a child, as well as those who are involved in helping the woman to procure that abortion. The abortion industry responded by labeling the civil action portion of the law as, a, as an abortion bounty. A preborn child's heart begins to beat between 16 and 22 days after fertilization, but a unique human life begins at the moment of fertilization. So that wraps up the story from Life action so guys a couple of quick reminders because we've got to get into a lot of things here the first thing is is abortion is not health care that's not health care okay you're going to hear a lot of talk about health care and how we're denying women health care okay but if you want to play linguistic games right to, to those of you on the left i have one for you it's not health care it's death cause if we can just make up stuff, I'll make up a word, death cause. I've coined it here on this show. You heard it here first. Also, another quick reminder, if you're a Christian and you're comfortable with abortion for any reason, you need to check your conscience. I talked about on that episode a few weeks ago where I was talking about what was going on, uh, going on at the University of Pittsburgh and how a lot of Christians have, you know, kind of eased their way into being okay with abortion in the case of rape or incest or, or health issues with the mother. But the thing is, is if you don't value that life from the moment of conception, you, you have a very, very seared conscience in this area. I've talked about it a lot. So again, if you're a Christian and you're comfortable with abortion for any reason whatsoever, you need to check that. Okay. But guys, this has been a great day for me to just smile and laugh because it hasn't been happening a lot lately because of the news cycle and some other things going on. But I've got a collection of some of my favorite tweets from the satanic left because they are losing their minds this morning. They're absolutely losing it and I am here for it, okay? So I'm just gonna run these down real quick. So standforbetter.org said this, the Texas Taliban, American Taliban, has imposed a Handmaid's Tale style anti-abortion law and the Supreme Court SCOTUS is letting it ride. When we are, we knew when RBG passed, Amy Coney Barrett would become Trump's mouthpiece and assault on Roe v. Wade would begin. So, uh, I don't know, cry me a river. Next one is Jay Black. And by the way, I don't know who most of these people are. I'm just going to kind of read it off to you. So this is what Jay Black said. The reason incels, that's involuntary celibates, and insecure men in wraparound sunglasses are drawn to the GOP is because conservative values is code for controlling women. Texas's abortion law is, has nothing to do with life. It is a message to angry, broken men that the GOP will give them power over women. Ooh, doesn't that sound crazy? The recount said this. MSNBC legal analyst Barb McQuaid says that the Texas abortion law, which allows private citizens to sue anyone who assists in an abortion, is diabolical and incentivizing bounty hunters. And here's the thing. If that's what the bounty hunters get to do, sign me up. I'll do the dog, the bounty hunter thing. I'll do the, the crazy hair and, and the fake muscles and the glasses. I'll do all of it. All right, next one. Representative Barbara Lee, Texas's anti-abortion law will put the health of millions in jeopardy. I'm going to read that again. Texas's anti-abortion law will put the health of millions into jeopardy. I'm not sure she realizes how stupid that sentence is, especially for low-income people of color. Ooh, we're not going to be able to do what Margaret Sanger wanted to do and kill as many black and brown people as possible. Okay, we will fight this in Congress with every tool available, including passing the Women's Health Protection Act. Great. MSNBC tweeted this. This is a quote from uh, LaBassett. I don't know who that is. The governor can call himself anti-woman or pro-birth, but he can't call himself pro-life when he and his state are recklessly trying to kill people. Let's read that one again. The governor the can call himself anti-woman or pro-birth, but he can't call himself pro-life when he and his state are recklessly trying to kill people. Even though this law is trying to not kill people. God, I love it. 
Reverend Raphael Warnock, who you dorks down in Georgia seemingly felt was a good idea to bring into Congress. Hopefully he's gone soon. He said this, the extreme abortion law in Texas is exactly why we need to keep a Senate with the power to appoint Supreme Court justices that respect a woman's right to choose. Again, this is a reverend. But as we know from this show, the, the idea of being a reverend basically doesn't make you smart. And it certainly doesn't make you a Christian either. Helen Kennedy said this, this explainer on the diabolical news, Texas abortion law, and why SCOTUS probably can't stop it is a must read. Texas is a sick, sick place. Gosh, the state of Texas, which is technically an inanimate thing, is sick because it doesn't want babies to die. All right, I'm all here for it. Let's keep going. Liz Power says this, MSNBC's Julia Ainsley notes how strict Texas's new abortion law is. Quote, it means you can sue an Uber driver who drives someone to an abortion clinic. These uh, are laws stricter than what we have in place for someone who would drive someone who is about to commit an act of terrorism, unquote. Well, they are driving the people to get a murder, but let's not pretend like Uber drivers are just going to be accidentally sued for this. And then the last one here that I'll go into is Glenn Kirshner, whoever that is. The Supreme Court refuses to stop a Texas abortion law from going into effect. The law directly violates the precedent of Roe v. Wade. SCOTUS just signaled state governments that they no longer need to obey Supreme Court precedent. What's next, Texas? Separate but equal schools. Interesting thing about this. Leftists are the ones that are segregating people now. It's leftist ideology that is putting black people in one section of the school so they feel more comfortable and white people in a different section of the school. I'm not sure this guy realizes that. Now, this last one here that I am going to share, I said that that was the last one, but this is the last one. This guy's not a leftist, or if he is, I don't know that he is, but this is just darkly funny. This is a blue checkmark guy named Josh, Josh Denny, whoever that is. He said, just thought I'd point out that most of the women furious over this Texas abortion law think the worst part of Afghanistan was leaving behind some dogs. Boy, do we have very different hierarchy on the value of life. Now, that was something that you may not have heard of, but yesterday there was an uproar that a lot of our service dogs, right, that were left over there in Afghanistan. These dogs that we spent tens of thousands of dollars training, you know, these Malinois and these German shepherds were basically left over there. These were the dogs that were helping, you know, the Marines and, and the SEALs and, you know, other spec spec op guys, you know, kind of figure things out and, and to kind of help them and do what they do. And we're going to have Mike Ritland on here in a few uh, weeks or months to kind of talk more about that. But people were furious that these dogs were left behind. Now, I'm not happy that the dogs were left behind by any stretch of the imagination, but these people are not concerned about the babies that were left behind, the, the Americans that were left behind. The White House doesn't even know how many were left behind. But I do like that this guy points out we're so concerned about these dogs, but we're not concerned about babies in the womb in Texas or babies that were left overseas or anyone that was left overseas. So I want to transition now to talk about this because, yes, I am very, very happy about this. But here's the thing. This is good, but it's not good enough. I'm let me just kind of back up a little bit. I'm not going to be one of those people that is for full decriminalization or full criminalization rather that isn't going to be satisfied with this, isn't going to be happy with this because there's a there's a reality here that the reports are that 85 to 90% of babies that are currently being murdered in the womb in Texas, that that's not going to happen anymore, right? So it's after the heartbeat is detected now, and that it can be detected as early as five weeks, right? So that is a very, very good thing. Tens of thousands of babies just in the state of Texas are going to be saved every single year, okay? But this does beg the question, what about the other 10 to 15% of the babies? Because they matter too. Because these are babies whose lives are being snuffed out before they've had an opportunity to basically say, hey, I'd prefer not to be killed here. Can we please not rip me apart limb from limb? 
right? Because I can feel that. I can feel pain. Can we not do that, please? They don't have a voice when they're in the womb, right? So this is the thing. I think we need, obviously, full criminalization of abortion for every cause, which I know sounds super extreme. But again, if I showed you two ultrasounds, one right next to the other, and one is the result of an incestuous rape, and one is the result of a happy suburban family that's having their second child, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. We cannot kill people because of the crimes that their fathers committed, right? And this whole idea that a a baby needs to be killed in the womb if the mother's health is in danger, again, that is completely bogus, right? Because the doctors are trying to conserve life. And so if there is something that's going on with the mother and they need to do something to try and save her life, they should also try and save the life of the baby. You don't automatically save the mother's life by killing the baby, right? You do what you can to save both lives. And if in the process, the baby passes away and the mom doesn't, that's not an abortion because you've attempted to save them both. Okay. But here's a few things as we wrap up. This will be a short one today, but you need to be on the lookout for a lot of things, right? Because this is not going to end here by any stretch of the imagination. So here's some things to look out for. There will be major lawsuits here. Major. I know that the Supreme Court didn't act on this emergency request to stop this law, but that's not where it's going to end. Okay. The left has to keep their sacrament of baby sacrifice. They have to. Like this is their holy grail of all things. This is not over by a long shot. Okay. You've already got the ACLU signaling that this, this is not going to be right. And you're going to have other states get involved. You're going to have celebrities get involved. There's going to be such major lawsuits. This is not over at all. Next thing. We're going to start to hear anecdotal stories about the plights of women that have to drive hundreds of miles to kill their children and how this is somehow this inconvenience should, should matter to us. Like, oh my gosh, you had to drive from central Texas to another state to murder your baby. Oh, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you had to do that. Can I help you? Can I help you in some way? Can I help pay for your gas? But we're going to start hearing those sob stories, but also we're likely going to see stories that are sensationalized to say that women almost or did lose their lives because of this law, right? You're already seeing those dorks on Twitter, you know, pointing towards that, like, oh, this is going to put millions of women's lives in danger, you know, except for the millions of little baby women that are going to be in the womb that aren't going to be killed anymore. We're not worried about those women. But again, we're going to see these stories, these one-off stories of this person that supposedly had a health issue. And yes, I'm saying supposedly because I'm completely cynical and skeptical about all of those stories that are going to be coming out about this woman who, if she could have just driven to the abortion clinic in her neighborhood and killed her baby, that she would be, be alive today. So be ready for that. Also, satanic organizations like Planned Parenthood, they will start to get really, and I mean really good at not finding heartbeats. So for any of you guys that have been in an ultrasound with your lady, um, sometimes, depending upon the ultrasound person, uh, they have a hard time finding the heartbeat, especially early on in the pregnancy, right? Sometimes they even have to bring in someone else, maybe a manager or maybe someone else from the office to kind of help them because they're just having trouble finding it. I see nothing in this law. I see nothing in the language of this law that says that there's going to be a neutral third party there to make sure that the Planned Parenthood person isn't just going to be like, whoop, didn't find it. Oop, can't find the heartbeat. I guess we need to kill it. I I know that sounds crazy for me to say, but this is Planned Parenthood's biggest money gatherer. This is how they make the majority of their revenue. It's off abortions. It's not off pap smears. It's not off mammograms. It's not off any of those things. It's off baby murder. Okay. And so they're going to do everything they can to protect their sacred cow. They're going to do everything they can because this is the golden goose for them, right? 
And the state of Texas is a huge state. There's, a, again, over 50,000 abortions just took place in the state of Texas of the nearly 900,000 that took place in America last year. That is a lot. That's a huge share of abortions. And a lot of those took place in a Planned Parenthood. Okay? So let's not think that this is going to be over. They're going to start instructing their people that, hey, it's your job to not find the heartbeat. Because again, we're leaving it up to the abortionist, which has a job, which is predicated on killing babies. We're leaving it up to them to, to find the heartbeat, right? Just think about that. That's going to be a big deal. Also, we will see the abortion pill industry absolutely explode after this. So things like mifepristone, misoprostol, you know, we've got the plan B pill, but now they're talking about plan C. I went on and did a quick Google search. You can order an abortion pill online. Find a provider in your area and we'll make sure it gets to you from all these women's organizations that are just really big on killing women, apparently, right? And men. But that's the thing that's going to be so big here and so nefarious is we're going to see some of the counterfactuals, right? So you may not be able to come right at this law, but you're going to be able to do things on the edges. And so a lot of these women that want to get abortions, they're just going to start taking abortion pills. Abortion pills are going to expand and, and become more accessible. I even saw one website that says it's safer than Tylenol. I mean, obviously not for the baby, but it's safer than Tylenol. Just pop it in. You poop out the baby. No big deal, right? It's no big deal. But the abortion pill industry will explode. So if you like being satanic, I would probably invest in those companies right now, right? Obviously, I don't want you to do that. For some of you, you don't understand my sarcasm. Super, super duper amounts of sarcasm there. Next thing, other red states. And, and yes, it will only be red states. We'll look at this law as a map to get this done in their states as well. And, and I'm personally calling on Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt to get this done and more. I want full criminalization. And I know there's people right now in my state that are wor working towards the full criminalization of this, right? But here's the other thing. Get ready for the calls to expand the Supreme Court. Oh, get ready. Because everyone on the left, they've wanted to push for this, right? And Joe Biden has to do everything he can to get away from this news cycle. I mean, everything he can to get away from this news cycle, because this news cycle is not going to go away with Afghanistan. And the Republicans, you know, rightfully are going to pound him on this all the way through the, the midterms next year, but also the next election that's already, you know, it's over three years away. Okay. But you just got to be ready for those calls because people are going to be like, okay, you know, with Amy Coney Barrett, who's obviously she's the, you know, the, the great Satan of the left now, but these in individuals, this is the only way they know how to get power is by fiat because they know they can't vote because the overwhelming majority of people in America aren't going to be great after they know what kind of happens with the abortion industry and also just with the procedure of an abortion. So we just need to stack the Supreme Court so we can just get rid of laws like this, right? Here's the other thing. You will be called a sexist, a misogynist, a racist, and a diabolically evil person for supporting this, okay? So if you express any happiness over this fact, you will be called all of those things. And this is my encouragement to you. Wear that badge proudly. So if someone's like, you want babies not to be killed in the womb, you sexist misogynist, don't you know that women of color are going to be disproportionately affected by this? How dare you be so evil, blah, blah. Thank you. You're right. I care about life so much that when I see a law passed by a party that has been somewhat feckless in this area, the Republican Party, I love that that happened. I wish I lived in the state of Texas just so I could wave that flag without any irony, right? I just, I love it. If I had a Texas flag, it'd be hanging behind me right now, right? Just wear it proudly. Because again, do not let people that are pro-baby murder 
categorize you as anything other than moral for being anti-baby murder. That is the biggest encouragement that I can give to you. But also, little call to action before we get to the end here. I've been reached out to by a lot of people that live in blue states about this COVID-19, about the mask mandates, and you know, hopefully we can get to that topic here soon. But a lot of you live in red states that have governors that are willing to do this. Obviously, this has been tried in other states. It's just never gotten all the way through. So we're going to see some states do that. But make sure that you are voting for people that will support laws like this, that will create pathways for laws like this. Elections have consequences. No one knows that more right now than the Afghan people, right? Elections have consequences. And everything that happens is downstream of your ballot that you cast. Okay? So cast it for people that are for life. All right, guys, we're going to do a quick resilience boost before we let you go. Add Undaunted Life. Our mission is equipping men to push back darkness with content that forges spiritual, mental, and physical resilience. So all I've got for you is that article I read from the top. That is live action. The breaking Texas becomes first ever state to enforce heartbeat law. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you want me to come speak live at your event or on your podcast, just shoot me an email to info at undaunted.life. That's I-N-F-O at undaunted.life. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok and also like us on Facebook. And you can check out our website for everything else, including how to donate to keep more content like this coming your way. Just go to www.undaunted.life. We also want to thank the band August Burns Red for allowing us to use their music for our content. The intro outro track on this podcast is their song Cutting the Ties, which is off their 10th anniversary re-recording of their album Leveler. The links are in the description. I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Remember, keep pushing back darkness. Keep forging spiritual, mental, and physical resilience. Keep seeking the Lion of Judah.